The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink, and the blonde shell's nemesis. Speaking about the blonde shot, she's here. And Carrigan. Hi. What are you talking about, my nemesis? I have no clue. Who is nemesis? I just babble. I know. I know that. (laughs) So what's up? Anyways, um, we, uh, well, you were gone last week, right? Yes, I was. I had to work. I've heard about that. Never tried it, but I heard about it. Yeah, it's that funny thing where you go and spend 8 or 12 or whatever hours there and you get a paycheck. It it can't be any good for you because if it it was, (laughs) just give it to sick people. I know. <laughs> it's clearly making me sick. I should stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So anyway, uh, we were talking a little bit about, uh, uh, before the air, about a new uh, cemetery uh, episode. So Cemetery um, tripping, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Okay, I'll get it all put together. That's our new monthly uh, thing, and, and people enjoy it. Uh which is it's good, and, you know, you started it all. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm glad they enjoy it. I enjoy doing it, and I wish I had a little more time to devote to it. I don't mm-hmm. these days, but... Nobody does, we, uh, that's the problem. We have, that's we have a pretty life. cool cemetery to uh, to feature on the next one. Oh, cool. Yeah. But anyway, oh. <laughs> so we have a new guest on the show today, and... It, it's a gentleman from uh, Cow Hampshire. We all know about Cow Hampshire, right? Carl Hampshire? Cow Hampshire, you're right. Where all the cows are. Cow Hampshire. Oh, yes, I see. Cow. I see. Yeah. Yes, Cow Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he is the founder and creator of the New Hampshire Paranormal Project. So uh, it, without further ado, let me introduce to you Eric Knapp. Eric, you there? Hey. How's it going? Good. How Hi, are Eric. You? Hey, I'm doing good over here in New Hampshire. Cow Hampshire? <laughs> yep, up in Cow Hampshire. <laughs> hey, we have cows in Massachusetts, too. Yeah, yes, you we, do. We have sophisticated cows, though. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. We have They're Puritan wicked. cows. They're wicked cool. <laughs> we, we have more cows up here. I yes, bet you do. do. <laughs> so, Eric, I, I have to, uh, I have to uh, confess something. 
Uh, yeah, all all this time on Facebook, you're a friend, a friend of mine on Facebook, and you can be a friend of mine. My listening audience, uh, Ronald Kolick, join me because I accept yep. anybody. Give me your poor, your trodden, your weirdos. I'll take them all. Doesn't oh matter. God, Ron takes them all. Yep, you got mm-hmm. it. So, anyways, um, especially if you're a beautiful, audacious woman. Well, let's anyway. not even go there. That's another story. <laughs> but uh, Eric, all this time I was there. Your your name is, is Sky and Eric. I thought that was Sky's full name. <laughs> I thought it was a oh, weird name. Yeah. Well, that I was never real. That was Go before ahead. we got married. Oh, is that what it was? And now it's changed to Sky and Eric Knapp. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we are always we've always been so close that we're we're just one. And when mm-hmm. she started the Facebook thing, you know, I really wasn't too into it, and I really mm-hmm. just used my New Hampshire Project Paranormal page off of it. And, you know, it seemed to kind of work well, so we just kept it that way. Ah, okay. Now that mystery is cleared up because I couldn't figure out what in the world he meant when he did the posting today. And I'm like, is it one person? Is it two people? Who is it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was a bit confusing at first because it was all combined into one long name. So, (laughs) And it would have been one crazy name at that, too. (laughs) Yeah. But the, the interesting thing about it, too, is that um, I just forgot my thought. How good is that? That's because <laughs> you're old. Oh, God. Yep. Did, did the health club again. So, anyway. <laughs> but actually, I tried to get Sky on the uh, the show as well because you guys are a husband and wife ghost hunting team, which is I always found interesting. Yes, we are, and um, we're a team of three. My wife, Sky, is um, co-founder, and also we have another co-founder who is my sister, and which makes it even more interesting. So we're all family, and my sister goes by the Paranormal Princess, and she's also <laughs> a, a great person to have around because we're both we, we both have the same personality, so we're a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Family business. So, yeah, I guess so. So, so how yeah, long? Is. Is, how uh, long? How long have you been doing this? I started the group back in 2002, and I've been, like, doing it before I even founded the group on my own, you know, since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I've always been fascinated and always been looking for answers. Have, have you found you any? Yes. <laughs> I, I have. I've, I have found many answers in, in, my, uh, in my long search for the unknown. Yes, I have. <laughs> and I, I had a I had a paranormal experience when I was younger, which only led me to be more fascinated with it, and you know led me to be you know more and more interested in it. So I would read as many books as I can, and the more info I get, the you know the more knowledge you get, the the, the farther you can get in this field. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so, uh, it's yep. good that you read a lot of books, and of course you read Ghost Chronicles, right? Of course, absolutely, <laughs> Ron. You know that. <laughs> that was the first one, Ron. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it, anything that I can get paranormal, I've always been fascinated with it. And, you know, any shows that I can watch, lots of documentaries, you know, and everything for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it's a fascinating subject, and it's it's one of those things that I think you learn constantly on it. And, you know, a lot of people out there, they watch, unfortunately, they watch a lot of these shows and they think that it's, you know, that's it. I mean, this is the way you do it. There is no other way to do it. There are no other theories. This is, you know, this is the way it is. And, and unfortunately, the, the, we know very, very little about the paranormal. And uh, we're learning things every day. And some of the things we thought we knew, uh, 
are really aren't true. So it, it's, uh, it just amazes me as uh, I go on this journey myself. Um, but, you know, it's good that you, you look at all different, uh, you know, avenues rather than just one particular one. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think that there's no there's no professional in this field. It's really there's no right or wrong way to go about doing it. It's really just trying to go out there and, and show your evidence to the world is really what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's really an interesting thing because, and I find myself in the same quandary. Is that are you? What What is your goals by you know investigating the paranormal? Is it to become a, a TV person? Is it to uh, I, I don't know. Is it serious research? Is it? I mean, it's those are the things that intrigue me all the time. Why particular groups go in? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, into it and uh, why pe- particular people do it, get into it. Yeah, so I um, I actually got into it just because I've always been fascinated with it, and I started doing it even before most of the TV shows, mm-hmm. you know, so and that that's really not, not what I was trying to get done here. I was more or less trying to go out, and I started this group to help families because I had people coming to me with, with paranormal problems. Mm-hmm. So I started this group just to go out and investigate and try to come up with my own claims, you know, and see what I can figure out about it. And that that tends to be another problem, too, nowadays, is because that uh, a lot of times people will ask for people to investigate their houses, and they'll come in there and they'll tell them one thing or another, depending on whatever they believe. And it's not necessarily, uh, you know, just... First of all, they're not necessarily right, uh, and second of all, the way it's presented sometimes uh, can cause more harm than good. So it's it's a thin, really a thin line that we walk. It's really difficult. It is. I agree. Mm-hmm. And so I, think, I have to, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, oh, I was just going to say. I mean, I, I, everybody's always after, you know, your evidence and, you know, that really cool photo. But when you get it, everybody says, oh, it's Photoshopped, oh, it's fake. So, I, you know, it's it's kind of frustrating that even if you found it, no one would believe you. That's Nobody, no, nobody's going to believe you one way or another. That is a huge problem in this is that you really can't – a lot of times I won't present my evidence to the public, and I'll, I'll keep it to the household owners just because of, of these reasons, because everybody's going to bash you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pretty much you know. see myself. Uh, yeah, uh, but I have to go back to something you said earlier. You said when you were young, you had a paranormal experience. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious, what was it? Um, well, I'm sure you're familiar with Blood Cemetery. Oh yes, uh, actually, oh. I, I used to work with a, a fellow who was a, a relative of the Blood family. In fact, his name was Wow. Kevin no Blood. thing. Yeah, Kevin Blood was his name actually. Oh. God, that was wow. my next question because I had I had gone I had seen on your website Blood mm-hmm. Cemetery. I'm like, oh, I have to find out more about this cemetery. No, <laughs> but I've, that's the family it's name. It's in Hollis. Been there several times. Mm-hmm. And the place the place is just amazing. It really is. When 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 I was younger and I was there, I actually you know I was this is before I really really started investigating, and I was kind of walking around in the dark. And I turned around over my shoulder, and out of the corner of my eye, I could see an old man wearing a suit and a top hat leaning against a tree. Oh, my now, God. Now, he had a very, very pale face. And as soon as I turned and I focused on him, 
I saw him for a, for maybe a second or two seconds at the most, and he he disappeared right before my eyes. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, right before my eyes, and that was that was one of the moments that will live with me forever. I can shut my eyes now and still see his face. Mm. You know, and I have never had that insane before in my life. That's incredible. Yeah, that, and I, I mean, I, good. I was going to say, I've had rocks thrown at me by things that aren't there. I've seen some crazy stuff, but that was one of the moments that will always live with me. Hmm. Now, I, I noticed that the paranormal princess is in the Tojanet chat room. And she has entered the chat room. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, She's a I great personality. Look how she, excited Ron is. Was she... <laughs> I mean, did you kind of drag her down that road, or did she drag you down that road when you were younger? I mean, you worked together, so I mean, how did that come up? You know, come about? Well, to be honest with you, we're we're kind of like two peas in the pod. She's my sister. She's a couple of years older than me, but we're pretty much the same. So she has the same interests I did. And um, to be honest with you, she she bought me my first piece of ghost hunting equipment. So ah, oh, no, she really what. When I saw this and I started, you know, I really started doing it, she she came over to me with a, with a K2 and a couple other pieces of equipment, and then I just kind of kept going with it. So <laughs> she was more or less all for it and jumped right in with me. That's great. I'm glad you have someone in your family to support you because my brothers and sisters think I'm nuts. <laughs> yep, no, that's why they should. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Thanks for your support. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, um, Eric, I mean, your wife, uh, she is your wife now, but I assume you had a, some type of a romance before she became your wife. Yes, and we did. A lot of abandoned buildings. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how, how did you meet her? I mean, were you, like, walking through the dock one time and bumped into her? Or, uh, <laughs> no. I, I'm absolutely. curious. I want to know all this stuff. <laughs> it's a really strange story. We actually met at a church. We were both... Um, catering a wedding. I was uh-huh. for my boss at the time, and she was working just that day, so we kind of ran into each other at a church, and uh-huh. then we've been talking ever since, and that was almost nine years ago. Wow. They so, walked yeah. out into the cemetery, and the rest was history, right? <laughs> yeah. Believe, believe it or not, there was a cemetery behind that church, and we were talking in there. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. Yep, and she's like she's like my best friend, so that's why uh-huh. like we were we have the... Uh, we have a joint Facebook. We're like best friends, and we, it, it works, and we're happy as ever as we ever could be, you know? Yeah, there you go, Ron. There's well, a story. The, the interest, <laughs> well, the interest, you know, the, it, it's a good story, and, and I, I think that, you know, uh, it's a great idea uh, if people can get along and uh, still investigate if they're married, too. But uh, there are some groups, and um, I know that I believe it's the Taft's home team, uh, no, not the home team, but the one Gonzalez ran, whatever it was, that they, uh, you can't, you couldn't date even uh, people of, uh, you know, fellow investigators. I know that. Oh, they, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I ran into a couple at one of the uh, um, events I was doing, and they were with that group, and uh, they basically told them that they, you know, they couldn't do it or mm-hmm. they would have to leave, and so they left. So. Mm-hmm. Isn't love grand? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is difficult um, sometimes. Well, Maybe not, in, not in, in this case, but I mean, I think it's difficult for couples to work together sometimes 
on, you know, on an investigation. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It can be. It can be, but like uh, she always says to me, I'll never let you walk into the unknown alone. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, I think that sometimes it becomes a power struggle. Um, yeah. And, and that and that really plays into um, what happens on your investigation because I think when you have a personal vested interest in somebody else who's there, um, whether, you know, you're just concerned about them or whether you're aggravated at them or for whatever reason, that feeds into how you perform that investigation. Believe me, I'm talking from experience. Oh, I agree with you. I do. Um, if you guys are having a bad night, you had a fight in the car on the way there, whatever, you're walking into that investigation and it's kind of already gone sour. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it just so. Um, so why, I'm, why don't you just throw some water on that fire? Uh, well, I'm not trying. You know, uh, they may not have these problems, but I'm just saying that there's so many emotional issues that you don't need to bring into an investigation with you. No, you and you don't want to bring those into an investigation with you. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. No, we um, like I said, we're like best friends. We don't really fight very much, you know. We just and That's when awesome. I go investigating, I get into my own. I get into a mode when I go investigating, where I kind of just focus on what I'm doing. I don't know. It's kind of kind of strange to tell you exactly how I do it, but I kind of just go into a, like my own mode when I'm doing it and. Hmm. And business is business. I just go in there and I do what I have to do. Right. Well, that's the mode that you need to stay in. But sometimes someone else can drag you out of that mode. But that's oh, yeah. how you need to be. You need to be focused. You know. Yep. I agree with you. That's why I like I like working in a small group of three. You know. Mm-hmm. There's not not too much drama. When you bring in ten, fifteen people, you're oh, going to have arguments. You're going to have people who don't get along. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to let you know that I went on to Facebook and I went on the Paranormal Princess page and I liked her, so she's up to 194 now. So <laughs> I'm inviting all our listeners to go onto the Paranormal Princess website and like her. Facebook. She's gonna love that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. no problem. That's what we're here for. <laughs> you guys uh, are. Go ahead. I almost heard a compliment there. That <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. Ah. But the interesting thing is that um, I'm, I'm, I'm really – how do you do an investigation? I mean, it, it's everyone is different. I understand that. But, I mean, mm-hmm. on a typical investigation, if there is such a thing, how do you approach it? How do, what is your, you know, doctrine on it? I go in. I, um, I keep an open mind. I try to treat every building as just a building and not the history that has it that it has, although I know the history. But I try to put that aside and go in and try to come up with my own conclusions, you know. So I'll set up the equipment, and I'll go in, and I'll, I actually do all of the evidence review myself. I watch oh, all the God video. I, I listen to all the audio. I do it all myself. So That's sick, you, you know. know. So that that's the way that I approach it. I go in with a very open mind. I don't go in there saying, oh, this place is definitely haunted. I never do. I go in there saying, prove to me it's haunted. You know, no matter what anybody else has shown me about the location or no matter what I've read, I go in and I treat it like a normal building. What's the most unusual uh, investigation that you've done? Oh, God, one of them must have been, one of the ones that stands in my mind right now would have to be 
one of the oldest houses in Londonderry, New Hampshire, which was one of my buddy's houses. And um, it actually had ties to the Underground Railroad in it. Oh, neat. And it, it still had the, the tunnel in the basement, but it was blocked off about 10 feet into it. Mm-hmm. Now, we, the three of us were down there. We, had, um, we were standing together. We had rocks thrown at us from the oh. other side of the basement when nobody was down there with us. It was just us. And I'm talking thrown at us. You could hear them. Being thrown across the basement, big rocks too. <laughs> yep, it was. Eh? Gar- <laughs> oh, no, it was insane. We had a garbage barrel that was um, just in one side of the basement. It was kicked extremely loud, and all of us were on the other side of the basement. Wow. We all jumped. Needless to say, it was very startling, but it was, it was pretty insane. Mm. That's that's crazy. I've never had anything thrown at me except I run. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And when I say that we had something thrown at us, it was like someone was playing baseball with us. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, seriously. And there was nothing over there. Wow. So, uh, and it was on, it must have happened two or three different times. Okay, so let, let's back up a little bit. I mean, let's, how did this happen? Talk a little bit about the situation and and how did this come about? I mean, give me, give me the backstory on it. Yep, with that house in Londonderry, it was it was built in like the early 1800s, and my buddy told me that um, they were they were renting it out to some people, and he had on a couple occasions the people come over to his house and they were shaking, telling him that they were seeing a colored man walking around in just a blanket and covering his face and stuff like that, and this happened um, maybe three or four different times. So he finally, he knew what I do, so he reached out to me and he said, you know, I want you to come over here with me. So I said, okay. So he came along with us, actually, for this place. And it was just insane from, right from when we started, it was just insane. Hmm. And most of the activities seemed to take place in the basement, right where the um, tunnels to the Underground Railroad were. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so, I mean, once again, I mean, that's kind of like the story in the house, but so you're in the basement. What are you, what are you doing? I, I'm just trying to find out how these, where these yep. rocks came from, and, and you know, well, give us a little story. We were, sitting, we were sitting in one corner. It was a pretty big basement. We were sitting in one corner, and we were sitting in the corner opposite of the side of the underground railroad tunnel, and we were okay. doing EVP sessions, and we were taking some video, and then all of a sudden, from the other side of the the basement, we would hear rocks being thrown, and we would hear them hitting the wall on the side of us, and they would land at our feet. One of them hit me in the leg. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we're all sitting there like, I mean, this they had some pressure to the throat, so we're all like, where is this coming from? And obviously, we would go over there, and we would, we would check it out, and there would be nobody there. We would uh, go I mean, upstairs, so, we'd so. check the house. There was nobody in the house but us, and it was locked down. Okay, so the basement itself, was it the foundation? Was it a stone foundation, a cement foundation? It was a stone foundation. Stone foundation, okay. The floor, was the floor a dirt floor, a stone floor, a cement floor? It was a dirt floor. Dirt floor. Okay, so yep. did you actually see the rocks after they were thrown? I didn't see them, but I, I could hear the sound, and I could hear the force that was behind them. Okay. So visual, visually, you couldn't see the rocks. Well, visually, I, I saw one rolling towards my leg. <laughs> okay. You know, so, and it was rolling towards me. And this is after a couple of different um, rocks being thrown. So we were looking around, and then all of a sudden you're seeing some roll towards you. All right, so you could actually pick up the rock after you saw it, right? Correct. And they were the size – they must have been the size of um, 
God, bigger than quarters. They were big rocks. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, just it was, to, I'm just trying to get figure out what type of uh, you know activity was going on. Was it you know was was it a spirit that was throwing something that was already there, or did these rocks actually uh, being manifested? That's that's I guess at the point of what I was trying to get at. It it, it looked to me like it was part of the um, the stone foundation that they were taking out of place and and maybe throwing. I don't I don't know. I didn't. I didn't physically see it in the air, but I did see it rolling at me, and I did right, hear it right. slam against the wall behind us. Yeah, 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 I'm not, you know, I'm not doubting that. I was just once trying to get to the, the, uh, you know, try the source of it, where where these rocks came from. It's, um, I, I don't doubt it didn't happen because I know that whatever spirits can certainly I, move rocks. <laughs> everything that I could think of to try to recreate that, and I and I couldn't. I would mm-hmm. take, you know, a rock and drop it from, you know, drop it from up high and, and nothing. I couldn't, I could not figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very, it was very strange. And that's one of the only times that I've ever had something thrown at me like that with such force that, you know, it, it shook all of us. We were all like, what is going on right now? <laughs> you yeah, know, it did mm-hmm. any sense. Was there any screaming involved? <laughs> there was, I do, I do do this with two females. There was a little bit of screaming. <laughs> I, I oh, definitely God. do. The Power Princess is saying, ask Eric about the perfume. Yeah, it was cologne. That was at the same place. That that, that was pretty strange, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we went upstairs. We were investigating upstairs. And then and I told you before, there was only three of us in this place, and it was locked down. Mm-hmm. So we, we went um, upstairs for a couple hours. We were investigating up there. Then we decided to go try the basement because we had more luck down there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we went down to the basement, and all we could smell was a musky cologne. Mm. So forever, we're like, where did this, you know, where does this smell come from? Where did this come from? So we're walking around, walking around. We must have looked for 20 minutes around the place just looking for cologne. You know, that's what <laughs> it smelled like. So finally, on one of the ledges of um, the basement, we actually found a cologne bottle. It was a very really? small bottle, and it was a very uh-huh. old bottle. It looked to me to be from maybe the 1950s. Mm-hmm. So um, after the fact, I did ask the homeowners, and they have never seen that bottle before. But anyways, so we found the this, this smell. We smelled the bottle. That's what it was. So something sprayed the bottle. We put it back where it was, and then maybe an hour later, we went back upstairs, came back downstairs later in the night and to find the cologne bottle was missing completely. Ah. Okay. We wow. actually have to take a break right now. That's the music you'll listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann and Ron right here on Tojinet Parax Ghost Channel and Beyond. Our special guest, Eric Knapp. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tojinet Radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. 
for guidance on this journey we call life. Get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And our special guest this evening, I was going to say Sky, is Eric Knapp of the New Hampshire Paranormal Project. Yes. So what I was saying is back to that cologne bottle. So it it went missing on its own. Um, We ended up looking forever for it, looking forever for it. We ended up finding it in a box on the other side of the basement. And all of us were together and none of us put it there. You know, I can't say it's paranormal, but I, it was it was definitely weird. Wow. And it yeah, disappeared it, by the night was over. What's that? It disappeared before the night was over. Correct. And we, we all were together when we put it back where it was. And then when we came back down hours later, the bottle was missing. We ended up finding it in a box across the, across the room. And then we looked we looked for a good hour for this cologne bottle when we, and then the, the weirdest thing, I mean, it's really hard to believe, but then it did it again later that night. It disappeared and ended up back in that same box. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, it, it happened twice and it's just, it's kind of hard to believe and it's even hard for me to believe, but it did happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people that I smell. I seem to smell things. You certainly do. Uh, I smell. You said you smell. Um, no, but I've, I mean, it's happened a couple on a couple of different investigations that I smell stuff that shouldn't be there. So mm-hmm. one, on one occasion, for me, it was perfume. It was uh, rose perfume, um, and there was something that it was something. It happened at the the Houghton, Ron, and I, now I can't remember what what it was mm. that I had smelled, but it shouldn't have it shouldn't have been there. You're asking yep. the guy that can't remember yesterday. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh. <laughs> But um, it was pretty crazy. Wow! Now, if I was if I wasn't there myself, I wouldn't have believed believe the story. And and by the time the night was over, the bottle was gone. So there's no way that you could really look at it and do any research on the bottle itself, though, right? The bottle kept disappearing. It was gone. Yeah. So I mean, it's really not hard to believe that because you know that's one of the uh, the point that how do you know if your ha- house is haunted when you put things down and they disappear and they reappear someplace else or mm-hmm. uh, yep. that, that's pretty common so that it's really not as unbelievable as as uh, you know as we think anyways or a late person would think I would guess yep but uh, Eric I mean um, do you use a medium or are there any mediums on your teams? There's no mediums on my team, no, not not presently. I, I would be open to uh, using a medium, but as of right now, we have not. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just like to come to my own conclusions. You know, I like I like to have the evidence to back it up, and I like to have the solid evidence to back it up. Yeah, I, I agree with you on, on that. I mean, when I first started the, the ghost project years ago, I never believed in mediums and psychics. Thought they were all charlatans, and I've said this like 16 trillion times, but. Um, then I, I started thinking, well, okay, just because I didn't believe her, first of all, I want to see if there was any validity in them. And uh, and I met Maureen Wood, and of course, and uh, she opened my eyes to a lot of things. But I always look at a, a medium 
uh, I don't use it as something to uh, dissuade um, my evidence or, or whatever. It's just another tool in the toolbox. So if, if they if you have a medium and they, they give you information, then it's certainly I don't see how it can hurt you if you can research that information and find out that uh, you know, hey, maybe she was all right. Maybe this was the person who was there. So uh, that's my my uh, thing. But I, I'm all skeptical of mediums because. Uh, you know, you really, I'm one of those, like you, I just got to, you know, experience for myself type of thing. Yep, that's how I am too. I mean, I would be open to, to working with one, and I and I have, I, I mean, I do have a couple friends that are mediums that are very good, mm-hmm. you know, that have said things to me that kind of blew me away. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I just like to go out there and like, to experience, like you said, experience it for myself. Yep. No, I noticed, Eric, I'm just looking um Looking on your website at some of your investigations and your pictures, do you use a thermal imaging camera? Yes, I do have a FLIR. I have a FLIR F7 that that, that we do use. Mm -hmm. What what a nice guy. I'll have to get to know him better. (laughs) Yeah, Ron, I know we're we're overdue for an investigation together. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) There, see? Now Ron's going to be all, all... Cozy right. up to you. You have a thermal imaging camera. <laughs> You're more than welcome to borrow it, Ron. That's, we we, that's... we actually had one thermal Dan, which aptly we named. He used to be a, uh, a fire chief, and we had full access to all thermal imaging cameras of the fire department. So that was kind of great. <laughs> yeah. But but unfortunately, awesome. left, that is cool. He left his job, and uh, that kind of uh, killed that thing. And I just haven't spent the money on a thermal imaging camera. Mm. I'm too busy well, buying all, all the other crap that they have out there now. <laughs> well, I was very fortunate enough to have my brother actually um, worked for FLIR, so. Oh, get out. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. yeah, so I was, I'm very lucky. <laughs> oh, I was so. going to say, they cost so much money. <laughs> yeah, they poor do. Ghost I really can't afford that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you found anything with it? Um, it's it, it's very useful, and it's kind of hard to say when you're looking at a FLIR if something's paranormal or not, because I'm always going to second-guess it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then once you're going back to it and back to it, you can never really recreate it. So right. it's kind of like, and it's one of those things that people are going to bash, just like the photos. Right. You know, but, but I do find it very useful. It's, it's good to get around at night, and it's really good when you're doing outside investigations because you can really pinpoint if it's an animal or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And that's huge to me when you're doing, like, cemeteries and stuff like that. See, see, we, we have uh, Clay, a member of our team, and when we hear him scream, we know there's animals <laughs> or, or spiders <laughs> or something around. So we really don't need it for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. but it, 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 it's one of the tools that, that is, it is a must-have for people. I, I really love the thing. It's, it's by far my favorite piece of equipment. Now, a lot of people don't really, you know, they get these flare uh, cameras, but they don't really study the manual or anything. They don't understand the principles behind it, and they don't uh, realize that a lot of times they're, they're misusing it. Uh, I'm not saying you're doing that, Eric. I'm just saying that in general. I know that Steve Parsons, my co-host from Ghost Chronicles International, is uh, he's really uh, on that. I mean, he's... He, He's taking courses on and so forth on the flare, and yep. uh, he realizes he sees some of the stuff that are on TV, and he just he just is amazed that uh, they're passing that off as uh, 
evidence when it's clearly evident. If you read the, the manual, even, that, that it's not. Uh, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you because I do have a friend who's a level one thermographer. Yep. And he, he's even said the same thing to me, that a lot of people, that the stuff they put on TV, he, he knows exactly what it is right away, and it's not yep. paranormal. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, God. Now you yeah. ruined it. <laughs> you know, we, we, we've had, we've had, I've had some good experience with uh, the thermal imaging. It wasn't a flare that we had. We had the ones from the, like I said, the fire department. So they were, they yep. were kind of neat. They, they broadcast, which was great. So we could actually broadcast the the picture back to the uh, uh, base camp, which was really cool. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, but you know they were they were much uh, bulkier than the flare uh, mm-hmm. because I mean this is you know ten years ago. So I mean uh, technology certainly has changed. It changes every day, but uh, it's simply uh, you know it's a, it's a nice tool. It really is. I, I agree with you. I think it's one of the the handiest tools to have, uh, and, and, and you know what, it costs a lot of money, and you know you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Yep, right. it is. It does cost a lot of money, but I would have to say it, it's well worth it. It really is. So, uh, Eric, I, I do want to ask you one other thing too. Is, is now you you are investigating? Uh, actually, we had a question in the chat room. I think I this kind of brought it up. Uh, and do you remember that question? Uh, they had asked, well, I thought we had already kind of covered it, um, what was the scariest thing that had ever happened to him? Was that yeah, the question the scariest, you were referring scariest to? scariest thing that ever happened to me was in Blood Cemetery when I pretty much was looking face-to-face with that guy. Okay, so it was a guy, yeah. It, it was a guy. It was an older man. He had a really, really pale face, and I still remember it. Every time I shut my eyes and think about it, I can see his face. And he was wearing a suit. He was really tall, really thin, and he had a top hat on. And I, I only saw him for a couple seconds, and then as soon as I saw at first I saw him through my peripheral vision. Then I looked over, and then I was looking eye-to-eye with him pretty much. And then as soon as I realized what I was looking at, it disappeared. Wow. And that was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life, and that's pretty much what made me keep going on with this adventure that I'm doing in the paranormal. This is what makes me thrive to keep looking and finding more, more and more information. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It would have been more awesome if I caught it on video. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? That's what I you say, You know how too. hard it is to do that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I always videotape everything. Everything. Yep. Well, you can't everything. cover every corner, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Behind you, in front of you, you know? It's tough right. to be... Just on everything at once. Yeah, it is. You know, unless you have a 360 cam, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. Oh, but I'm sure, Ron. I'm sure you would agree with me when that that is that is very rare to happen that you get a full body apparition right on camera. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it, it's even when you get it on camera, it's so you know, it's it's so difficult to say that it really is. I mean, we get we get. If you look at like all the ghost shows, they're going to get shadows and stuff on it, and uh, you know, and they'll say that's a full body operation or that's this and that's that. But you know, it's still a shadow. It's still, uh, you know, not the full body apparition, not the actual person that you can see as you did. 
Yep. No, I, I saw the facial features. I saw everything. It, it was like looking at, as if I was looking at a regular person in front of me. Uh, right. And and that was the only time that that's ever happened to me in, in the 10, 10 years that I've been doing this, a little over 10 years that I've been doing this. That's one time that I was face-to-face with, with a ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, I mean, we, we are so involved with uh, the TV shows, that, and, and I mean the paranormal people in general, is that they think that, you know, you, you have to lock down a house. You have to have all the lights out. Uh, but when you really look at it, uh, you know, most of your, your sightings of, of spirits are really, you know, it's not under those circumstances. So we're really not uh, reproducing the, the situation as it happened for the homeowner or, or whoever. You know, I mean, how many times you'll, you'll talk to someone in a, in a restaurant or something, and they'll see uh, spirits during normal activity or just prior to just before. But it's very seldom that it's in pitch blackness, you know. We But we're so uh, stuck to that mind frame that we have to do everything in the dark. Yeah, I agree, and that's, that's not the case. It, it isn't. So, I mean, it's kind of like we're making these rules up that uh, we're – Ignoring the obvious, in other words, you know, okay, I, you know, one thing I do use mediums, and and one thing I like to do is is I tell them as little as possible about whatever I know on the on the investigation, but in reality, it's important to do that kind of uh, initial um, interview with a client because you, you want to find out, okay, uh, if this is a, a spirit you know, in a lighted room at a certain time of the night, then, you know, it might behoove you to be in that room when it's lighted at a certain time of the night. You know, you, mm-hmm. know, you get that, you, you get, that's important information and, and it shouldn't be ignored. No, I agree. Very important information. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to ask you, New Hampshire Paranormal Project, uh, the name and what's the goals? What are your goals? Well, it's actually New Hampshire Project Paranormal. I tried to oh. be a little different with it, so it's not, so it wouldn't be so obvious. So I tried to change up, change it up a little bit. So it's um, New Hampshire Project Paranormal, and uh-huh. the goal is just to basically see. I don't know, see where it takes me. This is what I enjoy. This is this is pretty much what I've dedicated my life to, and I just want to. I just want to have fun doing what I love, and this is what I love. So. You know, I'm just going to see where it takes me. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to be here for a while, and I'm going to I'm going to keep investigating. And my team's going to be by my side, and we're just going to keep going with it. Okay. Do you have huh? shirts, by the way? Do I have what? Shirts. Of course, I have shirts. <laughs> of course, one of I have many shirts. <laughs> I got. I have one for you too, Ron. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's you know, I'm I'm just curious, and so. Yeah. Um, you have shirts. So, do you do events? Um, I, I'm going to start doing events. I, I haven't really done much with the events yet, but I, I, I'm open to it, and I'm kind of, I want to explore different avenues with it. You know, mm-hmm. I like like what I'm doing with the interviews with you guys. I've done a couple of these before. I like I like doing this. I like meeting people, um, and I enjoy teaching people and showing people and let and letting people see how we do things and you know so I, I'm very open to doing to doing events and and anything else that this may take me to oh good 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 very cool 
What yeah, were you watching? I mean, I've, I've been to some events, too. I have a lot of fun, you know. I, I just enjoy being around people who enjoy the same things that I do. I, I, once again, when I was looking on your website, I noticed that you went to a place that sounds very cool to me called Octagon Hall in Kentucky. Yes. Can it's you tell us many, about that? It was, it, it's amazing. It was actually an, an event that I was invited out to, and it was a TAPS event. And um, Oh, Adam Berry was there, Amy Bruni, um, let's see, uh, Dave Tango's dad, Bruce Tango, was there. I was actually invited by a friend of mine, Keith Fournier, from Night Stalkers Paranormal out in Tennessee, mm. who was a good friend of our of our group. So he actually invited us out there. So we went out there, and, yeah, the place is just amazing. You know, it's- there's so much history in that building that it, you could just stay there for – you could stay there for weeks and not see everything. Wow. You no, know, right museum? now it, it was a Civil War plantation, mm-hmm. and it was used as a, as a hospital in the Civil War. So it, it went so many different directions. You know, tons of people have died in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually on the Haunted Collector. It was uh-huh. on Ghost Hunters. It's been on a few different TV shows. It, it was one of the most interesting places that I've been. Mm-hmm. Wow! All of the history. Yeah, and actually, one of the um, the owners of the house, their daughter actually was playing with a ball downstairs in front of a fireplace, and she caught on fire, and she was, she died. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah, and we actually we had a little ball over there, and we were playing with it, and we actually got it to roll around the room in in many different directions. Wow! Yeah, it that's, was pretty fascinating. That's cool. So it's kind of a paranormal destination, this place. It, yes, definitely. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, it definitely is. And there's so much there's you know, there's there's slave slave quarters, there's so many different places to visit on the property. There they have a graveyard on the property. Nice. Um there's, Ooh, it, great it, it, idea. <laughs> there's just a big it's just a big, big piece of property. Mm-hmm. But where the whole land is is supposedly haunted, so you know, from everything from ghost horn-drawn carriages uh, to to little girls to soldiers, you name it, and, and there's activity reports of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really it interesting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. I you would know, go back. We were there for two days. I, I would actually go back for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, well. So I mean, it's equipment. You you talking about some of the equipment you usually talk about using thermal imaging, K two. What other type of equipment do you and your team use? Melmeter, spirit boxes, obviously the night vision handy cams, and just basically I'm I'm open to the new stuff. I, I don't have the Ovulus yet, but I I'm kind of iffy on if I want to get don't. it or not. The don't. the new one's three hundred dollars, so I'm like I don't know. <laughs> Eric Eric, I went because I have to buy all this stuff because. I have to because I do events and uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. I bought the Ovilus, what the hell number was the light, late, not the latest latest one, the one just before this one that came out, hundred two hundred forty dollars, and I got this little box and it's kind of cool and it talks, but it's you can't hear or understand what mm. the hell it's saying. So <laughs> I had to so I had to spend another hundred twenty dollars to get a digital readout so I can actually see the words. So. <laughs> Yep. Um, you know, I, you know what? Mm. Try the ghost radar. It's just as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> On the iPhone. <laughs> yeah. No, the iPhone has the has the Oculus app too, and it does the same thing. Uh, they just words at you and just random words too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I kind of want it just because I see, like, on Ghost Adventures, they, they seem to have a lot of luck with it. But then again, it's TV is TV for a reason. Mm, there you go. That's right. That's you know, right. I've, I've learned that not everything on TV is real, and it's never like it is on TV when we're out there, so. Oh, my goodness. You're bursting my bubbles again. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. You know, what, you know what's really interesting is, you know, I love gadgets. I'm a guy, you know, so I, I love toys. I love all that stuff. Uh, and, uh, oh, God, it's got to have been about 10 years back. Uh, we went and did this investigation on Wood Island Lighthouse and uh, Biddeford Pool, and we had a reporter from the Globe with us. So uh, he wrote a, wrote an article on it, which was cool and all that. But I also they also did a cartoon, which I thought and has stuck with me ever since. And it, it's it's really simple, and uh, it just so shows the lighthouse with all these ghosts coming out the windows and everything. And there's a guy standing uh, with me, and it says, you know, because it's a character of me, of course, and it says, uh, Kolek has spent this life uh, investigation investigating ghosts. Uh, and the guy says to me, uh, did you catch any ghosts? And I just says, well, I just got a, a few readings on my meter, so I'm not sure. And then, once again, the the, the, the lighthouse is behind me with all these ghosts coming all over the place. <laughs> and and it, it was poignant because, and it actually always made me think about it, is a lot of times we get so wrapped up in our instruments and everything that we've miss stuff. Do you know what I mean? We actually yeah. miss things that happen. And, and like you said earlier, uh, how often do you get a uh, a, a full apparition on the camera, you know? Uh, not that often. Right. <laughs> so not it, at all. Really well, let's, let's, just, let's put it this way. We spend a lot of time sitting in the dark for no reason. <laughs> you know, oh, there, we yeah. hours and hours and hours and hours with nothing happening just to get that that one experience, you know? Right. right, exactly. So, but that's what makes it worth it for me. I, I enjoy it, and I, I just, I just like to have those experiences. Right. <laughs> but it, so, it's yeah. so funny, though. It's, it's. I, I really think uh, um, we last year we did Spirit Quest, and one of the things we did was a psychic versus science ghost hunt, and uh, basically we had broke up uh, to two different. Uh, teams, the psychic team, the science team, and the psychic team could not have any equipment. They just went and they experienced and stuff like this. And then we had the science team, which had all the equipment. And it was so funny because everybody had better experiences with the psychic team when they had no equipment, which was kind of interesting. So, uh, yeah, it always uh, intrigued me about that. Maybe we are using too much equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to prove something, I guess, that, and, and if we think that if it's if it's on equipment, then it's more believable than uh, if we see it with our own eyes or hear it with our own ears. Yep. So, anyways, Eric, I, we got to wrap things up. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You are a great guest. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate your time. I, I hope to come hang out with you guys sometime. Yeah, there you go. That, so, that would be great. Uh, once again, your website is www.nhparanormal.com. Mm-hmm. And my my website guy is Stunt Frog Creative. If anybody's looking to get websites, he's the best in the web. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
And, of course, I want to invite all our listeners to go to Facebook and go on the Paranormal Princesses page and like her. Of course. <laughs> She's waiting. Get out She's there. She's waiting. There you go. <laughs> so, Eric, we want to thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. And, you know, maybe we will hitch up at some point in time because you're not that far away from here from New Hampshire or so. Far away. It sounds very good to me. Thank you guys for your time. I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Oh, Take thank care. you. Have a good night. Take you care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was uh, Eric Knapp from, uh, uh, I'm going to screw this up, was it New Hampshire Project Paranormal? New Hampshire Project Paranormal. Oh, there you go. I didn't screw it up, but you know. And uh, we want to thank him so much for being on the show. That was, that was interesting. It's, it's good to get different points of view from, from different people. And, uh, yeah. And, I agree. Uh, you know, totally it, agree. Yep. So, anyways, um, during the break, and, and I was going to bring it up uh, right after the break, but uh, I wasn't able to. I gave the uh, commercial for Circles of Wisdom. And this month, uh, at Circles of Wisdom, which, as you know, Ann, because you've done it before, every yeah. third Tuesday of the month, I have my paranormal study group at Circles of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do different experience, experiments. And we also have uh, featured guests like you were. You did a, a, a group on uh, cemetery tripping. I did. And, yep. I did. And, no. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember. Now I remember. Okay. <laughs> and and then this month, uh, I, I do want to uh, welcome uh, Mike Markowitz, who will be coming back. Mike Markowitz. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yes. So, but for those who don't know Mike, and uh, he is one of the, I I think, one of the the top EVP specialists around, especially in New England. Mm -hmm. Um, I've met some good ones. Uh, Mike is right up there. Karen Marcy is another one. Uh, Jim Stonia from the New England Ghostbusters is also excellent as well. So he will be there, and he will, of course, he wrote the book EVP. Ghostly Voices, Massachusetts. There you go. Right. So uh, he will be there, and that is on June 18th. So at Circles of Wisdom, check out their website, circlesofwisdom.com, or check out my website, neghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Okay, so what's happening with you, Ann? What's happening with me? I'm going on vacation. Oh. (laughs) Nothing paranormal, nope. Just going on vacation, long-awaited vacation next week, so. You're always going somewhere. You guys will just have to live another week without me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I survived last week without you. I noticed. I noticed that. I haven't died. Yes, I did. Oh, despite, well. <laughs> despite all the flying daggers. <laughs> Anyways, that was the doorbell. The pizza from the dead is here, so. Yep. Uh, going up hungry. wrap it up. All right. You have, so, anyway, till next week, uh, will I have a surprise co-host uh, because Anne is going on vacation. She'll be well-rested and return for an exciting uh, show the following week with a brand-new cemetery. Oh, uh, absolutely, Ron. You know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a rest. <laughs> oh, you still have another minute yet. I'm sorry. I thought oh, we my wrong. goodness. Here you are bailing out already. I, yeah, okay, oh, 30 seconds. Anyways, 
Anyway, so um, once again, check out my website, which is the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Um, oh, and also I do want to mention, we I just signed a contract to do three pirate ghost cruises. This All right, okay. One awesome. in June, one in July, and one in August. So Wonderful. Fast, fast my timbers, uh, Jeremy Dontremont and myself will be uh Yep, I get to dress like a pirate, which is like the coolest thing in the world. I love dressing like a pirate. Oh, you're going to have to do one of these cruises with me. I, I want to. You always have them on a day. I can't go. Oh, was that my fault? You should consult with me first. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah good. I love that's dressing right. like a pirate, so maybe I will make it there this year. All right, I'll have to get you the dates and uh, you better. Nail, it, nail it down. All right. But this is going to be cool because we're going to have like... Uh, you have to solve pirate, pirate cruise. We're going to have pirate music. We're going to have uh, pirate maps. There's going to be all pirate trivia, all kinds of cool stuff. You better have some pirate rum. That's all I have to say. Oh, you know it. Yeah. So, till next week, this is Ron. And Ian. There you go. From Ghost Chronicles <laughs> Next Generation. See ya. Good night. God bless. Night. Thanks for listening, everybody. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.